Are you a burnt out overachiever buried in responsibilities? Do you miss laughing with your friends, just laughing from the gut? Do you feel like life's passing you by? If you've been wishing for some kind of shift, you're in the right place. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope, the show where we take you off the hamster wheel by ditching your to-do list for the to-don't list. This is where you get to learn how to make that lonely ache vanish, learn self-compassion techniques, and to give yourself grace. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul so you can learn from my experience and the mentors and experts I meet along the way. Do you have a bunch of dog-eared, half-read self-help books? How about courses? Did you sign up for a whole bunch of those? Some finished, some not? Do you ever feel this deep urge to do something different like you're not aligned with your true purpose? If so, you're in the right place. Listen right now and you'll get to hear and learn about the art of making decisions that really resonate with you. Learn how to tap into your inner strength about the amazing power of really connecting with others on a deep level and what it really means to be your authentic self. See how all these together will empower you and get you to overcome your challenges and lead a life that's not only fulfilling, but also true to you. I love doing these amazing series for burnt out overachievers. Unlike other shows for overachieving burnt out types, only we take you off the hamster wheel by ditching your to-do list for the to-don't list. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. So today we're talking about finding strength and authenticity. Authenticity, this year's word of the year. That's according to Webster, it's the most looked up word is authenticity. I was looking at my bookshelf the other day and I noticed something kind of ridiculous, funny, whatever word you want to throw in there. It's filled with all these self-help books. And some of the books have bookmarks, some are halfway read, some partially, mostly read anyway, from just a few pages in. And it got me thinking, how many of us do this? You start with enthusiasm, ready to change our lives, and then life happens. Well, guess what? Today, we're going to shake things up a bit. We're diving into why we get stuck into a cycle of almost there and how you get to break three. We're going to talk about making decisions that really resonate with who you really are, finding that inner strength. Yeah, it's in there. And how connecting with others can totally change the game and most importantly, how being your true authentic self isn't just some feel-good phrase. It's a way to live a fulfilling life. So if you're ready to turn those partially read books into fully lived experiences, you're in the right place right now. So when I realized my bookshelf was overflowing with all these self-help books, some dog-eared and well-loved others I barely touched, and I signed up for all these different online courses and Still now, a lot of them I've never even finished. I'm getting all this knowledge, but something's missing because I'm still like signing up for courses or looking at courses going, oh, that one looks good, like the shiny object syndrome. So one day I was on a hike and I talk about this a lot, taking a hike without a device and just surrounded by nature and nature's beauty and the silence of it. And I have a moment of clarity. I realize that while all these books and all these online courses, they give me a lot of valuable insights, what I lacked was a commitment to applying what I learned to my own life. And that hike became a turning point. And I started focusing less on getting and accumulating knowledge and more on internalizing and practicing it. So I started making small changes and aligning my actions with my values. 
And slowly, gradually, I saw a transformation, not just in my mindset, but in my life as a whole. So it was a journey from passive learning to active living. And that's what we're going to talk about today, how to move beyond the feeling of being stuck in learning mode and start making real meaningful changes in your life. So first I want to talk about, there's like the dilemma of partial progress. Let's talk about something I like to call the partial progress dilemma. It's a common experience when you're on a journey of self-improvement or personal development. You know what I mean? Again, those half-read self-help books and online courses, you started with a lot of determination, you never finished, or the wellness plan you drop halfway through, how come it happens? And first, it's about that initial enthusiasm versus sustained effort. When you start a new book or a course, you're fueled, you have all this excitement, the promise of change. It's like um, New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But when the novelty wears off, so does your motivation, especially when the results aren't immediate or the effort required, it's, you don't see it right away. You, you don't lose 10 pounds right away. You don't get, if you're out of dating, you're trying to learn how to date or something like that. Did you hear Kimmy, Kimmy Seltzer's episode is great because she talks about the red dress moment and things like that. Have a dating outfit. It doesn't have to be about dating. If you're going out, have something that you feel special in because then you do get an immediate benefit and it gets released. Also, there's the effort of overcommitment in your zest to improve yourself. You Maybe you take on more than you can actually do and you get overwhelmed by the volume of things that you need to change or learn. For me, I know I will get a whole bunch of courses at once because they all sound great. And then I don't finish any of them. There's also, though, the deeper aspect. Some people have a fear of success, fear of change. There's all kinds of fears. Making real progress, maybe you have to face parts of yourself. Um, there's some kind of limiting beliefs that are blocking you and you don't want to face them. Subconsciously, maybe you hold yourself back to avoid any kind of success. There's also sometimes a lack of integration. You treat the books or the courses as some kind of source of wisdom, and you don't integrate the lessons into your daily life. Knowledge, by the way, it's only potentially power. It becomes actual power when you apply it to your life, which is what I was talking about earlier. So dilemma of partial progress isn't about the unfinished book or unfinished course. It's about how you approach change and growth in your life. Are you a consumer of self-help or are you an active participant in your own transformation? So moving from the dilemma of partial progress, as I call it, into wanting to change, that's the big transition. So transitioning to the desire for change, when you pivot to the desire for change, that's where the magic happens. And it's great recognizing that you're stuck in this cycle of starting and stopping, but it's a whole nother thing to feel that deep inner push to really make a change. That desire, it comes from a place of realization. It's that moment of understanding that what you're doing right now, it's not aligning with who or what you are or who you want to be. It's like waking up one day, realizing the path you're on, this isn't your own, but it's the one you've taken because maybe you thought you were supposed to, or somebody told you, this is what you're supposed to do, or you're doing it because, I don't know, somebody told you you're supposed to, or you're on it, and you've just been on it a little bit too long. 
So that's powerful when you start to ask, what if? What if you followed your own passions? What if you live a life that's true to you, not one dictated by somebody else's expectations or societal norms? That's where you get determination. Now you become willing to take action. It's going to make a difference for you. And it's about moving from passive dreaming to actively doing. And that's where your inner strength comes from. And strength not only to dream, but also to dare. And the beauty of this desire for change is that it's inherently optimistic. And it's the belief that things can be better and that you have the power to make it so. It's about aligning with your authentic self. See, authentic again most looked up word of the year. And it's realizing that the true joy and fulfillment, it's coming from a life that's genuinely yours, not somebody else's. And you know that there's something more, something different, and you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. Angela Manuel Davis. I I talk about her a lot because she's so motivational. She always used to say, if you can see it, you can be it. God didn't put that dream in your head for no reason. Everyone has their own unique So there's some tips to tap into your own inner strength and these are really easy and taking these deliberate actions can help you on your path, your inner strength. You don't have to be born with these. You cultivate these and nurture these qualities by taking actions and shifting your mindset. You don't have to be born with inner strength or taught them as a kid and and you're just screwed if you weren't taught them. Like you get to have inner strength. And so... Here's just some tips, okay? So one, reflect on anything past challenges. You can remind yourself that you've overcome a whole bunch of things in the past and you've gotten through them. So when you recognize that you've had strength and resilience in the past, then you know that you can get through any future obstacles. And when you think of staying in today, right now, that's all you have to do is live today, this very moment. Some people put a rubber band on, helps them stay in the moment. So if that helps you, then do that. But you can just, number one, reflect on past challenges. You've gotten through things in the past. You will get through anything in the future. And that can give you strength. Look at the last five years. I'm sure you've gotten through plenty or the past 10 and know that you've gotten through that. And you don't have to go through anything alone unless you want to, but you don't have to. Life's not meant to be alone. The number one meant when I compile all of my messages of hope is that we need each other. We should live in community. So you don't have to go through it alone. Number two, have a positive mindset. Inner strength, it's rooted in the way we think. When your mindset is focused on solutions and possibilities rather than the problem, the positive mindset, it transforms into opportunities and growth. So if you focus on the good, that's what you see. Whatever you focus on grows. So whatever you tell yourself, you're right. So cultivating a positive mindset is another way for you to have inner strength. Number three. Practice mindfulness and meditation. I, the fact that I made this number three, I think I get kudos for since uh, being a mindfulness meditation teacher <laughs> in training. So um, practicing mindfulness and meditation, taking those breaths helps you stay grounded and centered, especially if you're in a stressful situation. Mindfulness keeps you present, focused. It reduces anxiety 
and it gives you clarity and inner peace. Who doesn't want that? All you have to do is DM me, email me, go into our Facebook community, and I can give you a lot of tools for this. Number four, set healthy boundaries. You can learn the importance of saying no and set limits. Limits is a really good way to maintain mental and emotional strength. Number five is have some self-care rituals. The importance of self-care is huge. Self-compassion, self-care, whether it's um, having some kind of hobby, exercise, just some quiet time, anything that rejuvenates your mind and your body um, is essential for building and maintaining your inner strength. Putting your hand on your chest and just saying, this belongs. Yes, no matter what it is that you're feeling, it does belong. So having just something simple like that and closing your eyes with your hand on your heart and breathing in and breathing out and saying yes to whatever it is that you're feeling. That's a good self-care ritual and doing that. Number six, connect with um, people who are supportive of you. Um, having a supportive network of friends and family, uh, community groups, be surrounded by people who uplift and support you and, and bolster your inner strength. You don't want to be around naysayers. Be around people who are like, yeah, you're great. What a fabulous idea. Help nurture you and make you feel better about yourself. Take a look at who it is that does that. Listen to Lisa Byer's episode. She does a really good job of talking about this. Number seven, embrace, cha embrace challenges and learning opportunities. Although you want to do the ones that you're going to complete um, and have an accountability partner. Um, actually, Lisa Byer and I are accountability partners right now, and it makes such a difference. My podcast wouldn't have been made. Shout out to Katie. Um, and we are in totally different worlds, which I love the way the universe works because we were accountability partners for each other. She helped me in certain areas and I helped her with the legal, like her documents for her business and her business is thriving. She, she has a whole business for women who travel and she helped me with a lot of the social media for the podcast and, and we would check in with each other weekly and being a people pleaser, I made sure that I did everything I told her I was going to do for the following week. So accountability partners are huge. If again, go into our Facebook group at 52 weeks, I hope.com at 50 at 52 weeks, sorry, at 52 weeks.com is the website and you can get to everything through the website. Anyway, having, Embracing challenges and learning opportunities, they're a chance to grow and they transform your approach to challenges and um, make things less intimidating. Number eight is developing gratitude. I practice gratitude every single day. I make, I write out a gratitude list. I've been doing it daily for 14 years and it raises your vibration, a way to shift your focus of what isn't here to what's abundant in your life. If you're mad at somebody, write down everything you're grateful for about them. It shifts your perspective in such an incredible way, and it's a great source of inner strength. Uh, also, write a journal. Writing down your thoughts, feelings, and experiences, it's super therapeutic, and it's a way to just get all that stuff out onto the page, and it leads to a stronger sense of self, and you get all kinds of insights and I can't say enough about keeping a journal. Um, again, Lisa Byers' episode is a great example of so many of the episodes. Journaling and meditation are the best ways to develop a great sense 
of inner self and inner knowledge, self-awareness. And number 10, stay true to your values. Make decisions based on your values and beliefs. Stay true to yourself is a really good way to keep and develop inner strength. And these are all action steps. Doing these, it's, it's like a muscle. It's how you develop a really good sense of inner strength. It really helps to stay true to your authentic self and connecting with others. So being your authentic self means embracing all of you, your strength, your vulnerabilities, and it starts with self-acceptance. And I talked in um, the episode on friendship with Marissa Franco. I love that episode on friendships. I feel like doing a whole month on friendships as adults. I talked about during that episode about how when I visited my son in college, he's a junior now, but a couple years ago or maybe last year, I don't know. I went to friends and family weekend and he wouldn't let me see his room, his dorm. And it was just so strange. And he's a really good kid. So it wasn't like he was hiding drugs and all this other stuff. And I ended up telling a mom who I didn't know that my son won't let me see his room. And I was really, I was so full of shame about it. She told me my daughter won't let me see hers. And we totally bonded over me revealing something I was ashamed of. And I said, would you have told me that if I didn't tell you? And she said, no. Anyway, we ended up becoming friends and all of this because I was authentic, vulnerable, revealed something that I don't, I don't know. I, I, my internal guide, I just trust my intuition and told her I, there were other people I certainly wouldn't have told that to, but we had been chatting. There were a group of moms. And when I was walking with this one particular one, I, for some reason, told her it just felt better also to kind of unload what was going on because it was so strange. And and in talking to her, I was able to talk to my son later about how I was feeling that he wouldn't let me see it. And he told me why and everything. And it made sense pretty much. <laughs> I still, I was like, oh. part of me was like, I'm paying your tuition. What do you mean? I can't go and meet your roommates and all of this. And he was uncomfortable with it and nobody else's mom's or parent. Well, he was embarrassed and it was his thing at whatever, it's passed, it's done. And the point being, I was my authentic self. I ended up having a good conversation with and made a new friend. I also, what ensued was I had a good conversation with my son. I understood what was going on with him and all around. So I just embracing my strength, my vulnerability, authenticity just starts with self-acceptance. It's, I am who I am. And um, it's a good segue into honesty and transparency. Like, this is it. This is what's going on. I'm honest in my interactions with everyone and being honest about my feelings. And sometimes I, I've talked about it a lot. I did not grow up talking about my feelings. So I will Google feelings chart and just look at them and say, this is what I'm feeling. I'm a lot more contemporaneous with my feelings. I know what they are when I'm feeling them generally. I didn't mean to use a legal term. Um, in the moment, I know what I'm feeling usually. Sometimes there's a lot going on. And this is why I love Scott. One of the reasons I love Scott is I can say, okay, I'm going to be really messy trying to talk about this, but I need to talk to you about this. And he's a lot better at just talking about what's going on. I have no idea why, but when there's a lot going on, I'm not that clean in my conversations with him. So it may take me a while to get out what I need to say, but at least I'm honest and transparent about it. And, and 
that's the best I can do. And, and so living authentically is super important. And also be your own individual self, have your own unique interests and qualities. It's, it's the way you dress, your opinions, show the world who you really are. That's why you have your own unique handprint. Nobody can say and do the things that you can do the way you can say and do them. So be your own unique self. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks about you because no one's watching. That is what I have learned more than anything else when I started the podcast and I was like, what will people think? Nobody's thinking anything. Nobody's, nobody's paying attention. <laughs> the ones who need to hear what I have to say are listening. I was told that people wanted to hear about the power of inner strength. And so I'm doing this episode and the ones that don't need to hear that are not listening and no one's paying attention to me. They're paying attention to the message. And so I have not thought of a diplomatic way to say nobody's paying attention to you, but nobody's paying attention to you. That's the truth. <laughs> So I hope you got something out of this and I hope you get that you get to build that muscle of inner strength and, and how to embrace life's challenges. And so I want to give my message of hope today, the path to discovering your true self, to making those right decisions, to building genuine connections and embracing your authentic self. It's not a path just of self-improvement. It's a path of self-discovery and you're continuously evolving. And every step you take, every challenge and every decision you make, it's a part of your unique story and your unique handprint. Sometimes when the journey feels daunting and progress seems slow and sluggish, or when the world feels overwhelming, it's in those moments, I really want you to remember that you do have an inner reservoir of strength, a light that never goes out, no matter how dark it gets. So keep reaching out and keep diving deep within and just keep taking those steps forwards, even those small steps, even baby steps. The world needs your light, your unique light, your unique gifts, your unique perspective, your unique self. And as you continue on your journey, know you are not alone. We're all in this together. So embrace your journey. Connect with others. Connect with us. Go to the Facebook group of 52 Weeks of Hope. Find a, uh, an accountability partner. Let your authentic self shine. Um, you do have strength within to make the right decisions and create the life that you always dreamed of. So join us in the Facebook community of 52 Weeks of Hope. Get an accountability partner. Breathe and keep going. Don't give up. You've got this. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you the messages of self-compassion, gratitude, and of course, inner strength. Such fulfilling messages to take into your week ahead. Be sure to share the episode with your friends and to rate and review the podcast so more people feel less alone in the overwhelm and to remember the pause. Answers emerge in the pause and instead of adding to your to-do list, how about a to-don't list? Be sure to tune in next week when you get to hear about how you can stop the struggle and heal your humanity and why you do the things you do so that you feel more authentic and focused again. You get to stop the burnout and walk through imposter syndrome. It's an amazing episode and you're going to love it. This is a show for burnt out overachievers. Unlike other shows for burnt out overachievers, only we take you off the hamster wheel by ditching the to-do list for the to-don't list. Until next week, I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.